0: 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
1: In for round three here, it's going to be a crazy week with lots of people out, suspended, HIA knocks and you know guys that are underperforming. So there's plenty to talk about in this one, plenty of guys that are going to be losing cash for you that potentially need to be traded out of your side and also plenty of options for guys that can replace them, that's for sure. We kick it off with the Eagles and the Eels for our Thursday night and you know, really, really good news basically is that we've got Bryce Cartwright and Matt Dury still in that 11 and 12. Edge roll there and, you know, the interchange stays exactly the same. So the big question mark is gonna be here. How do they use their middle forward rotation? Uh, guys like Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Bolo there, are they going to be used for a few less minutes? Is Hopgood gonna play the 80? Is Hopgood a great captaincy option? Even if he plays 65 minutes or, or 60 minutes there? Probably still is, to be honest with you. And I know there's gonna be a lot of people that didn't get straight for him this this week. And I definitely don't blame you on that one, but they do need to slow that interchange and you know, play them probably a couple more minutes because they've had a guy in each of the weeks now with Makotoa first week and Greg in the second week that didn't play any minutes at all. So if you're looking at their side, that's probably the biggest thing to look at there. Guys like Mitch Moses are terrific options. He thankfully for owners has managed to score a really big one in round two. And then you look over the next bunch of weeks, they still have some hard games, but you know, there's every chance that he can come out and score really well against Manly and then from round six onwards he has some terrific matchups so he's someone that i think is a definite uh bring in if you are needing a gun half at this point but the guy on the other side is going to be super important as well and that's daily cherry evans who came out with a 93 in that first game and he he has every chance of coming out and doing the same remember guys he is a 60 63 type of scorer when he you know plays 80 minutes on 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 average there so don't expect a 90 every week and three tries, but you know, someone who is definitely a great person to trade in if you are looking to trade Cleary out. I'm not going to say that Cleary is a definite trade out, he had an absolute shocker with an angle injury, still scored 61 in that first one. But obviously, if you're looking to preserve uh, money losses, then you know that could be the way to go about it. And if you need a half this week with you know a, a, n- a number of your guys out injured or something like that, maybe you had Ponga, you need to trade Ponga out. Uh, D.C. Moses, great options there as well. Panasini, guys, I still think he's going to be a great option long-term. They do have, as I said, a couple of tough games to kick it off. Maybe you hold off on him and pick him up a little bit later. Guys like Josh Hodson. so he came out and had a pretty solid one in round one and not so good last week, so he's someone to keep on the watch list as a guy uh, that could potentially be eventually traded out, but I do expect a bit of a bounce-back game from him and yeah, a lack of missed tackles like he had last game and potentially a nice try assist or something in there as well. On the other side of the ball, you've got guys like Tommy Dubovic who are a great option as well. Now they've got their buy out of the way, a lot of these guys become pretty important. So Tommy, you've got Kohler there. I think he's gonna be a great option as well. Garrick up and down, you know, obviously being on that wing, but if they're playing well, he should be able to do so also. Uh, Schuster's back as well, guys. But very awkwardly priced in fantasy there in the mid 400s, so I wouldn't be looking to to pick him up. At this point, looking down the list, guys, you've got guys like Kepi, who were an option in that first round. If you hold on to him, hopefully he gets a couple of great scores here in the 30s and 40s and can make you some cash. And other than that, probably not too many options on that game. All right, we move along, guys, to the next game there, the Knights v. the Dolphins on the Friday night at 6 p.m., who would have thought we'd be tipping the Dolphins here and, and most likely they could come out and be, be 3-0 and to kick off the season. So very exciting for them. Knights obviously absolutely decimated in this one. So they managed to get a great win last week, obviously with you know, all the injuries and suspensions and stuff that they had, send-offs uh, with Jacob Saifidi, for example. But you look at this team now and it's very much not in a good way. Look, Gagai came back last week, which was good. The back five is in, intact, but they lose Ponga this week. They lose Braley, so Crossland comes into nine. Gamble plays the six, so the same role that they played on the weekend. Jacob Saifidi is out, and you see some, you know, Ryan Rivett, who we haven't heard much of, and Dylan Lucas, two guys like that. Matt Croker comes back from suspension, so good news for him in round three here, and Jack Johns stays on the interchange. And there was a little bit of chat that he might be out as well, but he's been named, and they've obviously got a bunch of guys on the reserves. Marzu is there, guys, so he could potentially come in, to That back line, if they need a bit of punch, so just be aware of that. It's obviously early on in the week, but really, out of those back four, there the the guys that could be he could take their spot Hunt, Dom Young, yeah, none of those guys are super relevant in this one at the moment. You know, in the back row, we've got Frizzell out as well, so Brody Jones comes in and starts there. I uh, wouldn't be expecting Frizz to be out too long, I haven't heard anything of the contrary that he could be out for a long time, but. Uh, if he is, then we have to look into that. But I think Jonesy for a, a couple of week play is not going to be worth it at this point of the season. On the Dolphin side, Hammer. Very, very interesting here. He could come out and get another 50 in this one, but I'm worried about the couple of games after when they have some some tougher matchups. But look, he, he definitely looks much more involved than last year. And that's just a tick in itself. Are you willing to pay 450? The dual position is massive as well uh, for that cover. That's for sure with, uh, with how things are going at the moment. But the Hammer it can be a potentially good option. As I said, I've changed my mind a bit on him. He definitely looks much more involved. He has improved his errors and his you know, miss tackle rate. So both of those stats, if you can you know, gain gain five in one and you know, improve five in the other, there's 10 extra points that you know, could have been a big swing for you. So Hammer, easily, couldn't. You know, I had him at about a 30 point score. I could easily be a 40 point guy. And from there, probably about 100 to 120K, I'd say potentially to be made on him. Maybe he gets that hundred or so over the next bunch of weeks, and if you but you know with these outside backs, if you're having a play at you know a low break even in the outside backs, all it takes is one low score, and that could could destroy your your price gains there. So just be aware of that with Hammer, but the dual position is very juicy for those that are interested in. I would not push you away, that's for sure. Guys, in this outside backs, is Asaka and stuff. We're not we don't want to look at even though he had that really good score in round one. Solid in round two, but not someone we want to you know, plug into our sides, that's for sure. Isaiah Katoa, if you have him, guys, hold on steady. He got that 31 last week. He could score similarly this week with that nice try to hammer at the end, which was not nice for me, but you get it. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan, pretty poor last week. Yeah, you know, really for him, you want him to drop down a little bit in price after you know Sinbin and stuff like that and he could be an option at some point through the middle part of the year. These guys have a late buy, so that's something to think about as well. Tommy Gilbert had a really, really good game last week. I'm not going to expect him to play up to that standard fantasy-wise again over the next couple of weeks, but look, I've been proven wrong. Uh, and a lot of people have with a bunch of these guys. You look at Tommy Gilbert's scores over you know, the last few seasons, he's able to get big ones, and then he'll have lower ones in there. So it started pretty well, and so have the Dolphins, and most of those guys have scored well. As I said there, you know, last week, Mark Nichols is someone that has turned into almost keeper-level scores uh, overnight. So, yeah, any of these guys can come back down to earth. We saw what happened with uh, Lemmy Lou. He had a superstar game in round one. He would have had about 40 minutes if he didn't get the head injury in, uh, in round two there, but he was not looking at a really good score. He needs those attacking stats, whereas guys like Nichols, uh, guys like Jared Wallace and Gilbert... A lot of it's through the middle there, tackles and and, you know, and the runs for base, but you know, potentially some attacking stats as well if they continue to play well. So I'll be tipping the Dolphins in this one. What would you do with someone like Nichols? I think he's probably a little bit too expensive now in that 500k range to probably pop in your side, uh, but definitely someone to keep in mind. If you need someone around that price, there's him, there's Ryan Sutton, these types of guys, both good options there for sure. And in the reserves, you've got Mason Teague. Unfortunately, after a good game for him, he loses that spot with Ray Stone returning. So a big up for the Dolphins with Stone being back. But Teague did a great job, and I think he, you know, if he ever needs to slot in in the middle and potentially get some big minutes, he'll be cash cow for sure. He was really, really fun uh, to watch. He did a great job. Moving to Game 3, we have the Roosters v. the Bunnies. It's going to be a really fun matchup here. We've got, obviously, the gun backs for, for both of these sides. And the big news for... The Rabbitohs, there is Isaac Thompson has been named, and we we still see uh, obviously Tane Milne in the reserves there. But thankfully for Thompson, he's been backed in after a poor performance. So I still think that he's a a solid option, guys. Obviously, not a really, uh, you know, a position that you, a player that you need to get right now in terms of urgency, but he definitely is an option. For your centre and wing fullback jewel at a cheaper price. There, there's a guy I'm I'm interested in personally that we'll talk about later in the Cowboys team that I think is probably going to make my side this week, so I can fix up my hooking position. But we will find out and make that decision as we go along. Okay, so that's that, guys. Isaiah Tass, Campbell Graham, all good options as well. Ilias, hopefully a bounce back game for him. I think he can have a solid one. He will be up against a you know fairly tough edge. In defense there you know if egan gets his gets things right he's got joseph sueli as well uh who's running hard but you know he could eventually potentially get some uh you know tackle breaks on his side of the ball miss tackles on sueli with you know those shooting out of the line type of plays to try and get him at half so yeah who knows on on this how that's going to work but going to be a really fun game to watch it's always a bit of a you know grudge match between these two and yeah with guys like in the in the in the forwards there that we're looking at obviously radley's back Brandon Smith looks like he's been cleared to play, but who knows? Like, he'd get a really bad knock again, and then he's just gone. So I think he needs to be a trade-out this week. He, you know, was borderline last week. It was like, oh, I'll give him another crack. He just had a bad one in round one. But the the ribs and back injury, there's too much going on. He's going to siphon some cash, and they have a buy next week. So he's the one to go out of these guys. Egan Butch is a clear hold, guys. I wouldn't be looking to move on from him. And obviously, guys like Sueli, I think you probably look at them one more week if you don't own him. Manu, again, looking to pick him up in around round five, potentially similar with Tedesco as well after their lower start. Sam Walker's been great, but again, you don't really want to pick him up now with so many injuries, suspensions, HIAs going around. Uh, probably don't want to pick up any of these guys this week, but definitely a watch uh, for next one. In terms of the forwards for the Bunnies, Tevita Totola is back, which is great news for them. He had the extra week off with the HIA. They really need it, guys. You know, Chikam keeps his spot in that 12-roll. We don't see anything from Jai Arrow and Jed Cartwright moves back to the reserves in this one. Davi Mowale keeps his spot. Shaq Mitchell is there as well. You know, is there a great chance that Shaq continues to get those bigger minutes? Jaime Selle's first game back? uh, I think definitely so. Mowale probably will be the lower minute guy. Selle probably the 30 to 40 uh, on his return, and Shaq probably a similar amount. You know, if this game's you know staying sticking pretty close, I'd imagine now that Murray's had his rest last week, if you look at his scores week to week in previous years, he'll have a couple of 80-minute efforts, 75, whatever it is, and then he'll have like a 58 in there. So that was one of those weeks for Murray and hopefully some bigger minutes for him and some attacking stats because he's had none of them and that was something that was really clearly in his game last year and also in the preseason trial trial as well. But yeah, great to see guys like Kolomatangi come out and be that sort of safety guy in in base stats which is what you want and then you can have those uh, attacking stats hopefully off Ilias as well uh Damian Cook obviously rock solid at that high price there and is a great option for anyone's side moving along to the Titans v the Storm here and this one the 3 p.m game is going to be a fun one because Storm absolutely decimated unfortunately with Nass being out for six to eight weeks with his MCL injury very very sad for him but what that does mean is it leaves some opportunities open for a few of these middle forwards. And guys like Josh King now clearly become a really solid option, guys, you know, hopefully for him, and you'd assume for him, 70 to 80 minutes on a regular basis. And, and big tackle numbers, they need one of those guys to be really working hard in the middle. You got Kamakamika, who's you know solid all around. Welch he's gonna be a bit of a worker in there, but a little bit more on the offensive side and sort of the directing the, the guys around the park, being Skipper. And Josh King's enough to do the bulk of that work. So he's definitely a solid one. Is he going to be a keeper long-term? I'm not exactly sure, but really you can look at him as a really solid option for your side over the next sort of three to seven weeks, I'd imagine, until they have their uh, have their buy-in round nine. The Oro and Katoa, looks like they're going to be pretty safe now, guys, to get 80 minutes again. Tarek Sims does return, but he'll have to play through the middle and cover a bunch of those minutes. They've got Jonah, Jonah Pezet in there in that position as well, and they've got Jordan Grant, two guys that aren't big minute guys, same with Alec McDonald. So... With those guys there, I think that, you know, big minutes for Josh King, Welchie, uh, and Tui, both, you know, Tui's first game back, so maybe he's a 45-50, but he'll work up to a few extra minutes. Welchie will be that sort of 55-60. Grant will play the 80, and the two back rowers will play 80 as well, and some lower minutes for a bunch of these guys on the interchange, and, you know, potentially one of them will, will be used to cover. In the Titans side there, Brimson really excited me last week, but again, not a super good score. Tanner Boyd, thankfully for his sake, that he retains his spot. Sexton is in the 20, guys, in the reserves. Jaden Campbell in the 14. I think they'll want to give him another crack, to be honest with you. Tanner Boyd, he, you know, he wasn't backed in the preseason just to be dropped in, in round three after having a solid outing in round one, them getting the win, and then just having an absolute shocker in round two. You know, Kieran Fawn didn't play that great either, and he's not looking like he's going to be a a trade out of this side uh, at the moment either. So Sam Verrills is out. He succumbed to that neck injury that he had. So Chris Randall comes in. But don't fall for that, guys. It doesn't look like Verrills will be out for too long. Guys like Fafida are still a great option team. And if you're looking at him, I'm not going to push you away. Aaron Clark still on there. Needs to change bench. So, yeah, very interesting for, for him and how this team's going to look. I think he needs to get on that field a little bit more than 45 minutes. That's for sure. Let's move along to... Cowboys versus the Warriors, and someone that I'm super excited about and, and super excited to see who has a lot of raps on him in the Q Cup there is Tom Chester, a young fella, a fullback. So if you're needing someone in that cheap cheap uh, price point there, Tom Chester might be the way. I'm thinking about going drink water to Chester and hopefully with that nice, nicer draw that they have, rather than the last couple of weeks against Raiders and the Broncos, who are a bit of a powerhouse at the moment, that he can get some decent points for him here. And, you know, maybe be a three-week play. And then once we get to sort of round, what, round six there, we can look to trade on a few of these mid-rangers or potentially him if he can come out and score pretty well. I think I'm going to make that uh, jump for Tommy and then get a gun
0: Normalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: Booker there. Probably keep Cleary just because, yeah, he's, if he goes well uh, and he becomes a little bit more of a pod, I think it's going to be better for my side as in that comeback rather than you know, trading him out for, for this week because most likely I'm not going to be playing Tanner Boyd this week, so I think I could potentially move him on Uh, at this point, but look, there's a chance that things will change. And a few people asked me, I would have my trades video out and I didn't make any trades. And then guys, in that next video, that later one in the day, once I've, you know, I make the trades one usually on Wednesday night so I could post in the morning for you guys. It didn't change in round one, round two it did. Just when I found out more information on Smith guys. So check out that last video of the round, the five questions, five team analysis. I will go through any changes in my team as well in that one for those that are interested. I know there's a bunch of guys that like looking at my team and it's misery, that's for sure. Uh, Val Holmes, so he maintains that center position. It showed like during the game last week that Hiku, they didn't uh, they didn't want to move Holmes from that center position, moving Hiku to one. So Chester comes into that spot, Shibasaki comes in for the center spot there. So you'd imagine if Chester plays okay, he will at least keep that spot for three weeks. And I think that would be enough for him to average sort of 30 and get a sort of a decent amount of cash and potentially you know any space for some attacking stats. He can sort of hit a 28 in one game and then a 45 to 50 in others if he can you know, get some good tackle busting in uh, in that position there. He averaged a bit over 30 odd in uh, Queensland Cup. So let's see if he has more opportunities in this good Cowboys side. I definitely think he will. You know, they're missing Chance to go Cookstar Warriors. So how they're going to go in this one will be interesting. But I can definitely see the Warriors giving the Cowboys a bit of a run here. To Chester definitely is a bit of a, a risk in there. But getting someone like Grant up top in hooker is going to be you know, really important. I think you get an extra 30 points from that. Then what I do with someone like Boyd and, you know, if I can get 30 or so out of Chester, that will be you know, do a great job and we can make some money out of him as well. That's the general theory with that one. If you want to go down that path as well. If you're trading out the Pongers, the drink waters, and stuff like that, I think that would be solid. If you wanna to go to Walshie, if you wanna to go to uh, you know, Ham- the Hammer, for example, who has the dual position, if you wanna to go to Cola as the dual position as well, I-, I wouldn't push you away from any of them. Reece Robson's obviously a good option as well, guys, if you need to upgrade your hooking position from Smith. Uh, he he will play every game up until uh, his first buy in fifteen if he doesn't make origin for sure. So that's pretty exciting if you're looking at that. Whereas Grant, you will miss him in round nine with all of the other Storm guys, which most likely you'll trade a couple out. But there's also the chance that they score well enough, and you know with all the injuries, suspensions, whatever's going to happen in round nine, you need to keep those guys in your side. There, uh, no one really else to talk about in this side other than Cotter, but I think yeah, he's a clear hold as well, and I wouldn't trade him in right this second, but. You know, uh, in that mid position, that's pretty strong. To be honest with you, there's other options like Carrigan and stuff who are probably going to be a little bit more consistent with slightly bigger game time. So that's that there. Okay, on the Warriors side, as I said, uh, we lose C and K for that one, uh, and to a to a picky, I'm going to go with that to a picky uh, in that one. Let me know uh, the pronunciation on on Tane or, t- or Tane is how we're going to say that again. Both names, let me know so I can learn that one. Would be good, guys. Thank you, Tomato uh, Martin, with him there. He keeps his spot, obviously, but hasn't been scoring well. Sean Johnson's been the opposite; he's been doing really well, and I think he's still a, a, got enough money to make and probably some you know, decent scores to be okay. Sean, I'm seeing a few guys looking at picking him up in their side this week. It uh, could do a good job for you. In the forwards, we see Mitch Barnett move into Jackson Ford's spot, who unfortunately both him and you know, Chance both can't play this week, so annoying. And Barnett was doing pretty good on the middle, but in the middle, but we see what he can do on an edge. So he's like a, a 60. type of guy on the edge and then he'll get like a 40 so anywhere around that 50 mark is where he averages in uh, on an edge there and if you're looking at him I still think he's a solo one but obviously going up to Tohul Harris would be the clear way to go absolutely crazy that Josh Curran still can't get a role uh, when there's an injury there so he obviously came on on the weekend when 40 went down but yeah he still can't get a chance there with uh, Mitchy Burnett just moving to that spot, so yeah, Karen might not be an option ever this year, to be honest with you, unless there's multiple injuries. Wade Egan, I still think he, you know, he's obviously someone a lot of people are interested in after his two cracker scores there. Be aware that when he doesn't have attacking stats, he's not going to do very well. But how often can he get a attacking stats? He's got two weeks in a row with them. Can he do it again? That's going to be the question mark there on everyone's lips. Okay, let's move down to the Broncos v the Dragons. Obviously, a few games to go, guys. Reecey Walsh, a clear good option, guys. I'd be having him over Katoni Staggs every day of the week, but Katoni, do you trade him out? I don't think you do. I think you hold on. Just with how things are going, there's other priorities in your team. As I said, like guys like Egan Butcher, a clear this week and you can make decisions from there. If Staggs starts to go well, he's very much a 20-point scorer into a 70-point scorer. If he can do that, obviously, then he's potentially a hold. Herbie Farnworth will clearly be a keeper all year, guys. I'd imagine a 43 to 45 average there. Uh, but he's going to be rivaling someone in the other team in, in Jackie Bird as a, a guy that's going to do a a good job in the centres. Jackie will be a little bit more consistent than someone like Herbie, but again, Herbie over Stags at the moment. Reece Walsh a great option in the wing fullback position, but just be aware of how well he actually played in that fullback uh, in that game last week, guys. And he still got fifty four, so you'd hope in that type of game that he'd be getting sort of a seventy or eighty because he isn't going to play like that every week. Yeah, we, it's very clear that he's going to be a very important player in this squad. Guys like Ezra Mam, guys like Reynolds as well. But you know, you look at Reynolds that game that he played, he was really good, and they, and, and Reynolds scored better than than Walshy. So yeah, a great option in the in the wing fullback position as a tradeout for. Trade in, sorry, for drinky, but yeah, just be aware of that. The type of scores that he get when he plays really, really well with no goal kicking. Payton Haas, obviously, still a superstar option in your side, Carrigan as well. Both of them, if you can keep them in your side all year, you're gonna do pretty well, uh, but they keep the same bench there in this one. It's just Arthur's coming in for Corey Oates. On the Dragon side, Tyrell Sloan, would you pick him up this week? I would be very wary of picking him up in this round. Coming up against the Broncos, they had a pretty easier, much easier game. And I'm very thankful that, you know, for his sake that he scored really well and those that own him. But I'd be very cautious about picking him up this week. I understand that the wing fullback position is tough at the moment. But, yeah, something to to keep in mind is that they're coming up against the Broncos and you know, will he play super well. I'm not exactly sure. On the forwards here, we have got Ben Medoc-Masilla keeps his spot. They have the same interchange this week, which is ideal. I think Ben... With his cramps and stuff he had in the second half, I think he's definitely going to score better. When he had the ball in hand, I think that, you know, there's a good chance that he can score in this one. He'll have a bit of traffic coming down his way with guys like Jordan Rickey, who get plenty of ball. You know, Reynolds getting it out to, to guys like Staggs. He obviously doesn't have a lot of runs, but uh, really, if you want uh, plenty of defense, it's going to come down the Herbie Farnworth side, which means Jade Sewer is going to get plenty of action down there as well but yeah that also is going to mean lots of missed tackles so probably a good idea that we don't have ben on that side uh but it will be a solid option uh, this week i wouldn't be trading him in but if you got him no stress at all i don't think uh the little situation so he's still coming off the bench guys this could obviously change on game day but it is how they lined up last week and little playing just under 60 minutes is you yeah, know, not ideal but what happens when he does come on guys is he's a quick wally Hooker there, and he can do a lot of work and get a lot of attacking stats in that time. There will be games where he doesn't get attacking stats. They could be this one. So I think with Little, it's probably worth holding off a week. We would like to see him play 80. We know he can average 50 in the in that time on the park. But yeah, a little bit of a watch for me. If you want to pick him up and you need a hooker, then it's okay to pick him up. But personally, I'd be watching on him. Jackie Bird, yeah, a great option to cover that centre position. If you need him this week, great. You could also wait a week and see, you know, if he gets an increase in minutes because I think he probably needs 55 to be. Uh, a super clear option there you got to try assist he got plenty of uh, tackle breaks and offloads and and lots of tackles in that position so great to see him getting involved but he also played li- less minutes which meant uh he'll get involved a lot more in the contact especially coming back from injury there so uh, a great start for him and definitely will be a good one going forward there okay the dogs v the tigers last couple of games guys we we see the dogs team pretty well the same which is great News for all owners. We see Jacob Preston starting in that twelve role, which is great. And they're going to play the exact same way they did last week. Obviously, there's no reason to change a winning formula. Guys like Hayes Perrin will start to make some decent cash now, guys, which is good if you held him. Jacob Carraz, a really strong keeper option in the wing fullback position. If you're a Dogs fan, there's no reason why you wouldn't want Carraz in your side, especially. And other guys that would like to take risks, you know, he's a guy that, uh, obviously a winger that we haven't seen a lot of gun wingers in this in this uh day and age but you know josh mansell's the top has come to mind mansell's the only one that's really done it for a long time whereas Totals has done it for one year and in an incredible team whereas is in a, a team that's okay uh, but he's just such a good run of the footy so i'll probably be bringing bring him in my super coach team for example uh, i won't have the option uh, to bring him into my fantasy team, I'm not going to spend up any more in that uh, wing fullback position, at least for the next few weeks. Any, uh, anyway, Alamotti, clearly play him in your side, guys. Burton, what do you do with him? That's a big question mark. Yeah, you can make that decision yourself because that's a too hard of, of, of a. It's in a too hard basket, that's for sure. Because he could play and, and do really well in this game, but they didn't even need him last week to dominate. Just some big kick meters. Reid Marnie, a good option, guys. I'm, I'm happy to go with him as a good option. Different team, different scenario running the ball a bit more, doing more in attack. Obviously, have had a few errors last week and still did well. So I think Reedy, great option, guys. I'm starting to turn around. I'm going, you yeah, know, look, it happens. You know, guys have poor scores. Guys have poor years. They kill your years. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So Reedy, get him in your side if you want. Preston, another guy you think you should really look at to get in your side if you need a cheaper guy under 300 who you could play as a starter in your side. I'll be starting with him this week with all the injuries and stuff like that. And hopefully you can do a good job. Tigers, there was a little bit of a rumour just you know, just before teamless year that Dewey wouldn't be named or that he's out this week with an injury, but he's named. Yeah, you know, we'll keep an eye on that one. It's obviously later in the week and if he is out, then it's a little bit of a stressor, that for sure. They have Wake him in that fourteen roll, so good switch, but it's it looks like he was fine last week, right? It's only really if he was carrying an injury from last game, but you know, they've named that team there and there's definitely not any worries on him. Salau so is out, so annoying if you needed him in your starting side. If you get trying to get a centre, as I said, there's plenty of option there: the hammers, the birds, these types of guys. In the forward, Shawnee Bloor is named in that spot with Kapoa, with uh, Papali'i being uh, suspended for a game. We see John Bateman in the reserves guys, so I think at least you know you'll probably be safe in this one with Kapoa going back to sort of that 14 role if uh, that happens, or he'll trade, he'll come out, he'll come back in for Timoth. So Brandon Timoth there, uh, but other than that. You know, Bateman, it would be interesting to see what happens with him coming into the squad. Uh, we talk about Manu, you end up with a, a a good score out of him, which was nice. Uh, but yeah, that very contentious try that he ended up the double movement. So he's someone that you could probably hold again with that better score. Junior Tupo, uh, Junior Tupo there, he had a a nice, uh, he ends up in that back line, which is cool as well. All right, let's move to that final one with the Raiders, Vita Sharks. And the big one here is Sharks. Uh, have named Trindle, Trindle again with no sign of Heinz. And it sounds like he's just come out and said that he's planning for round four. So definitely out this week, planning for round four. There was some tendon uh, issues there. So check NRL Physio, his Instagram page there. He said that it sounds like it was tendon related, which has been why, which is why there's been a delay. So finally, we get some information out of him. But if you picked up Trindle last week, you hope for another massive score with his negative break even. Uh, if you started with him, yeah, really well done. I wish I did as well, uh, but if even if, you know, thinking, thinking about it, I was like uh, annoying I didn't trade him in last week and cop that score, but if he only plays the one more week, I would then have issues enough to trade in round four there, which would be very frustrating with, you know, a bunch of the roosters out and, yeah you know, these types of guys. So that's the Sharkies, really. There's no not much else to speak about apart from guys like Teague Wilton, who, you know, looking really solid. Britton Nakoya had an awesome game, and so did Fanukin. So three of those guys, can they back it up? For sure, they can. Should they be looking to get in? You should be. Look, should you be looking to get them in your side, probably not. Not at this stage with their buy coming in round six. So the Raiders there, Harley Smith Shields. You should play him this week if you have him in your centers. Unless you have got two gun centers, you could uh, fade him in that one or potentially try and loop him, something like that. I think will be a good play there he obviously plays later in the week so you can have him as your last option if if your looping guys fail for example he could come in if you uh you have an out this week i'll have a few with guys like ford and stuff so you could double loop there's plenty happening this week that's for sure uh with the other guys in this team hudson young just keep watching for him to go down in value Tarpane, he, he really has to play some bigger minutes doesn't he we finally see trey mooney come in onto the bench and there's still no josh papali so he's having a calf issue as well so Tom Starling played a fair bit of 13 on the weekend as well. So, you know, mixing mixing that nine and the 13 roll is obviously good news for him. But, uh, you know, is he an, an option in your side at 45, 50 minutes? We know what he can do in that time. The PPM has been incredible. I think you can hold off on him. He's pretty expensive, guys, if you actually look at him. Uh, and, and his role there. If you had Solo in your team, then he's had a really good run of it, and obviously made you a bit of cash as well. But that is the final teams, guys. In the next video that I pop up, I will go through all the rankings as well for my uh, private group, the you know JVFA Fantasy Community Group as well, and then the overall guys. You know, there's some pretty solid teams up in that top five, but there's some you know, obviously some luck involved in there. A few the boys in the private group are talking about the difference between about that 5,000 mark in ranks and 300 is about 80 points. So, you know, one really good week and you could move all the way down uh, into that position there. And obviously there's a a smaller gap uh, between where I am really, really low and in that sort of 10,000, 5,000 mark there, which is obviously ideal. It's only been two games, so two two rounds. And if you make really good trades over the next few weeks, you can clearly be down in that top 5K Uh, very easily and if you make those correct decisions each and every week making good cash you're going to do really well through that middle part of the year when a lot a lot a lot of moves are going to be happening and i can't wait for that time of the year when it's a lot more strategy so you keep up watching these videos as i said if you haven't checked in the deep dives guys thursday friday saturday and the sunday wrap that's where all the information is on all of these players the deep dive into their scoring and maybe what has happened to make them have a lower one a higher one there and and my suggestion is if you should trade them out for someone or you you should buy them at all but that's the teamless video guys hope you enjoyed that catch in the next one